Welcome back to Alpaca My Bags. We've got a great show for you today. If you haven't yet, could you please give us a subscribe and a review? It helps us heaps to not only keep making the show, but to make it better for you guys. So I'm your host, Erin. Today on the pod, we are chatting with Dan. Hey, Dan. Hi. So Dan is a world traveler foremost, uh, also a digital advertising manager. And Dan is here to tell us about the time he was bit by one of the world's most poisonous snakes while traveling. Literally my worst nightmare. Um, I will also share some tidbits about getting ill abroad, and we're going to talk a little bit about how to prepare yourself for medical disasters while traveling. Um, but we're also going to talk about like dangerous animals in foreign countries. Wait, but Erin, is there anything you'd like to tell us Literally the only thing I've been thinking about this week is how badly I need it to be warm out. And we're almost there, but like, winter in Canada is truly, it's truly awful. The worst. I just need it to be over. We're almost there. Okay, so normally we save the juicy travel stories for the end of the show, but I literally cannot wait to hear this. (laughs) I've truly been waiting months. Like, I told Dan I wanted to know this story and then I was like wait wait no like you'll tell me on the podcast so I've just been anxiously waiting like for months to hear the story so just tell us what happened okay well thanks for having me um I feel like this is the longest story of life (laughs) so where to start right when I started dating my boyfriend we went to Belize for a week um, so we went to Key Cocker, which is a tiny little island. You have to go. It's like three streets long. It's like the clearest water you've ever seen. It's gorgeous. Um, so yeah, we went to this little island for the week. And the final day, we went to do like a jungle tour. So we went caving. So basically, you go <laughs> on like... I'm not excited about it <laughs> I'm all. reliving the nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Um, So basically, we went to do a jungle tour. Uh, Usually when you go, I think there's usually about 15 to 20 people that do it. The day we went, it was just the two of us because it was December 23rd. So it was like Christmas time. I guess a lot of people weren't like doing that kind of stuff around then. Mm -hmm. Um, So the morning tour is usually you go see the Aztec ruins. And then in the afternoon, you go to the jungle and you do um, where you're sitting on like a tube. And you go down, like, the river and the jungle. Uh, So that day, it switched for whatever reason. So we went to the jungle first, and then we went to do the Aztec thing after. Um, So, yeah, we went in the jungle, and it's about an hour tour, and you're just going through the river. And it was kind of like one of those tubes where you have, like, the front person and the back person, and you're kind of sitting on it together. Um, And while we're walking through the jungle, I'm getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. And I was like, this is when Zika was huge. So I was like, great, I got Zika already. We're already doomed. Yeah. (laughs) It's bad for (laughs) the So right from the start, I'm getting attacked. They love me. Mosquitoes love me for whatever reason. Um, So yeah, we get into the river and I sit in the front of the tube and my boyfriend at the time sits in the back of the tube. Um, And I think we just started dating. So we were dating for like a week at the time. So we barely knew each other. We actually booked the trip before we started dating, which was funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, like, should we be booking a trip? Like, is this going to happen? I was going to say, like, do you always start relationships that way? (laughs) God. I know. Like, I quit jobs apparently too. I mean, I get it. I met my boyfriend in a hostel. Yeah. Anything for travel. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So we started the tour and basically, you're going through all these different cave systems. It was cool. 
you can't see anything when you're in the caves. Um, so it was kind of scary because you could like hear the bats and everything. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting bitten by bugs. Like, why are we doing this? It's God knows fun. how much money we spend for this. But I was like, whatever. Um, I should have just stayed on the island. But anyways, we're going through our tour guides. Like, he's amazing. He's trying to show us things even though you can't see anything. And then we actually finished the second cave, I think. And we were like back in daylight, back on the river. And my boyfriend was like, who's my fiance now? He wanted to switch sides. So he wanted to go in front and I would go in back. But we couldn't get out because we were like literally in a river. So I was like, okay, we'll do it after. So when this was happening, I got attacked about five minutes later. So it would have been him that was attacked. (gasps) But luckily, like... For him, I guess. I stayed there. (laughs) But I'll get into that later, too. Um, So, yeah. So, we were going in the river. And then the best part about the story is the third cave that we went into, it was called Hell. Yeah. And you were literally going into it. We were literally going into Hell, yeah. Without knowing it. (laughs) Also, I haven't told this story in a really long time, so it's bringing up a lot of memories. I love how there are so many omens on the way to this. Um, so yeah, so we go into hell, um, <laughs> and we're going in the cave, and there's like a waterfall to the left of me, and the guide was like showing us a waterfall. He was in his own little thing, by the way, so it's me and Ryan, and then the guy in his own tube, and he's showing us the waterfall. You can kind of see the water, and you can hear it and everything, and then I felt something... It almost felt like, you know when you're a kid and there's, like, burrs? Like, people would throw burrs at you? Yeah. Like that, I don't know. It was very, like, light, almost like not even a bee sting. It was, like, nothing. And I felt it, and I almost thought something dropped from the top of the cave. So I was like, okay. And then I felt it again, and then I realized something is on me or biting me or something. So I automatically, like, hit it off with my left hand. Wait, you're in the tube at this time. I'm in the tube at the front of the tube. What? And the kicker to the story is... Sorry, my... I needed to crack a beer. Yeah. This is getting to me too much. Um, the kick... I thought you were safe in water from these things. You are. Okay, so I'll get to that too. Um, yeah, I have a death wish. So basically, my feet weren't even in the water. I was cross-legged onto the tube. So I wasn't even touching the water. Um, And it was my right thigh, my upper right thigh, that I felt everything happening to. So it's like, boom, boom. And then I realized, went like this with my left hand, um, even though no one can see right now. (laughs) And then He's showing us visually (laughs) what he did. Um, And then I I felt something on me, hit it off, um, and immediately... From my toes, I can feel, I felt my toes going numb and I can feel it travel slowly up my body and literally just like picture just slowly going up your body, your whole body going numb. Um, And when when it got to my heart, it started racing (laughs) and then it kept going up. Immediately, I got like a migraine headache. Like it felt like someone was bashing me over the head and then I couldn't breathe (gasps) and I was kind of like heaving. And then I realized at that moment, I was like, I was poisoned. Like, I know I was poisoned. You didn't see the snake. So this is the thing. So after it bit me and I kind of hit it off into the water, immediately the tour guide was like, throw me your camera, throw me your camera. And like, we all kind of went like this with our headlamp to look over. And you just see a little snake, maybe like three feet. 
like a, it looked like a baby, but it was like in the water, like just moving onto the water on the top of the water, going away from us. What? And as this is happening, I'm feeling all the symptoms. And I'm like, I'm fucked. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, no. Okay. I'm actually going to interject because I feel like this is a good time to tell everyone the specifics of the snake. Go for it. So I did a little research. I'm going to read. So excuse me if I sound like I'm reading. It's because I am. (laughs) So a Ferdilance is a species of pit viper. That sounds terrifying. (laughs) That grows up to six feet long and is found in the tropical Americas and Asia. It can open its jaws up to 180 degrees and its fangs can be one inch long. (laughs) 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 The snake is responsible for half of the venomous bites in Central America. Its venom is hemotoxic. So this means that it destroys red blood cells and it causes hemolysis. I don't know how to say that. Um, So it disrupts your blood blood clotting and it also attacks other types of cells and tissues. So it can cause profound tissue damage and often organ failure. Um, These types of bites are really painful um, and it can lead to infection, amputation and death. Little side note, I was Googling the snake because I wanted to read other accounts mm-hmm. of like being bitten. And I stumbled across an article on Outside Online. And it was by this guy who is a scout for the show Naked and Afraid. Have you seen this show? Um, I know this article about what happened to him because when Cause I was you doing Googled research. It, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so he's, a, he's an executive producer. His name is Steve Rankin. And he writes a pretty intense um, narrative of like what happened when he was bit by one. Um, I, I don't know why I just thought it was funny that like this happens to the people who scout for that show because I always think of that show as like really silly mm-hmm. but I'm like wow it's actually a dangerous job yeah okay right, anyways so that's the fair to launch now you can tell us what happened after you were bit uh yeah so we saw the snake I had obviously I had no idea what snake it was um and I had no idea why he wanted to take a photo but the reason is because you need to know what snake bit you to get the proper anti-venom because let's say we didn't have a camera we possibly would have been screwed because each anti-venom I don't know from what I hear anti-venom is basically taking the venom of a snake and making an anti-venom out of it Right. So you have to know what bit you. So it's kind of like a um, vaccine. Uh, so yeah, so that happened. All the symptoms were happening. Um, and we had no choice but to literally keep going down the river. And luckily when it happened, we were towards the end of the cave. So we were back out in daylight at least. Because I was like, God, like I don't want to be in a cave going through this. You know, <gasps> I, don't, I can't see anything. Um, so yeah, we went out in daylight and we just had no choice to but to keep floating down the river. And, like, this sounds so dramatic, but basically we saw, like, um, like land towards the end of the lake area, the river. Yeah. And I just wanted to get there because I literally thought I was going to die. So I wanted to get off the boat and just lay on land. <gasps> like, like, and I know it sounds dramatic, but I'm not kidding. Like, that's what I wanted to do. It was so I get scary. It. Yeah. I can imagine, like, that would literally be hell. You're, like, trapped on this tube, and you're like, I just need help. Yeah. Right now. I can't have it because yeah. I'm floating on a tube. Yeah. So it was nuts. 
Um, I can tell that my boyfriend at the time was like freaking out behind me, but he was holding my hand and I was like, you gotta be strong. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Really? Um, Did the guide like tell you to do anything? Was he like tie something around your leg? So actually that brings another point too that I forgot about. I kept saying when it happened, I was like, am I going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? And I kept screaming, am I going to be okay? And he said nothing, like (gasps) complete silence. He, ne- he said nothing. Like, I think I asked maybe four or five times. And then he's saying nothing. So I'm like, oh. what is going on? Like, th- at least, like, lie. Like, yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah, to make me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. So the good news is we just kept floating down the river. And I was holding my head because it was so painful. Like, I just remember the most painful headache I've ever had. Um, and it started to dissipate. I could, like feel my legs again and I could start breathing again so I was like okay like this is good like it's not getting worse um and I think he said like we were going to be back at the beginning of the jungle in like a few minutes Mm -hmm. or 10 minutes or something so I just held on kept going down the river were you mobile like could you move your limbs or anything yeah I can move everything by the time we got towards the end like at the entrance of the jungle But I was definitely in a little bit of pain. Like, it started to hurt my leg. Um, So, yeah, I was bit twice on my upper thigh. And then I was bit on my left thumb. Because when I was trying to hit it off, it bit me on my left thumb as well. One of the things. Um, And I actually took pictures on Instagram, right? Like, I took pictures. And... I posted it like an idiot, thinking like, oh, like, snake bite, haha. Like, I posted it right after it happened, because the symptoms went away. And so you're like, I'm fine. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm way too optimistic. I was like, oh, I'm fine, like, whatever. But right away, like, bruising started setting in, so my thumb started going purple, and I had pictures of that, and then... Um, the way you know it's a fur de lance, apparently, I found this out after, is they typically bite you twice. And that's a way of knowing, I guess. And it doesn't, like, hold on to you. It just... It was kind of just, like, do-do. And then okay. that was it. So, yeah, that happened. Um, so, was it in the tube? It came up out of, into the tube oh. and bit my thigh. And that's another thing that's crazy is... When I did research on them, they typically will not attack you unless they're provoked. So you have to literally go into their space and then they'll attack. And I think what happened was it was crossing the river because they're typically not in water. So this is another weird thing. Yeah. It must have been crossing the river and the tube must have been in its way. And then it just attacked and like came up onto the tube. Yeah. So it literally came up onto the tube. Like, my feet were not even in the water, which is terrifying. <gasps> I'm never going to be able to go tubing again. <laughs> like, never. And it was funny. After all this happened, like, the story is going to keep going. It might be two episodes. But um, my friend went to Costa Rica the week after this happened, and she posted a picture of people tubing in the jungle. And I was like, my heart sank. I was like, why? Like, don't do that. What are you doing? Like, you know what just happened to me? Um, but with that said, the tour company we went with, They were, like, a phenomenal company where they had, like, all five-star reviews, and they've never encountered this before. Because, obviously, like, you'll hear more about the story, but they did not know how to handle the situation. So it's never happened before, and they've been in operation probably for, like, ever. It was a freak accident. So it was a freak accident. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah. So what happened? Was he like, did he have a phone? Was he calling people to come help? No. So, I mean, the story is going to get really crazy, but he kind of acted like nothing happened. Like, he definitely swept it under the rug. But yeah, I guess I'll continue. Um, so, <laughs> so we got to, like, the entrance area, and I could I, I got up. I was able to walk. Um, I started feeling better. Um, and I was like, I think I'm okay. And I remember him being like, yeah, it was a baby, so I think you're fine. We'll go back to... Because it was, like, a two-part tour. You did that, and then you went to do the Aztec part. But you stopped back at, like, the place where the tour company is, and you would go for lunch. Yeah. So I think he thought, like, we'll talk to people working and see what to do. So we went back, and they were, like, very nonchalant about it, like, everybody. Like, they were kind of just like, oh, like, it was a baby. Like, you seem like you're fine. So we had lunch. We had lunch after this happened. Like, it was no big deal. Like, chicken, rice, and peas. Like, Yeah. And I'm so optimistic. I'm like, okay, everything's great. Like, yeah, because I don't know you anything about snakes. Thumb is like turning blue. Yeah, yeah. Did you have data? Because I would have been all over the internet at that point. I did because I posted on Instagram. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was I thinking? Um. So yeah, we went and had lunch and. I remember eating, and then we're like, okay, we're going to get back into the van. We'll do the Aztec part of the tour. I remember my boyfriend at the time, he, like, was napping. Because I'm, I'm sure we were exhausted, because it was just emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of just sitting there, and I started getting really sick, like, uh, nauseous. Um, and I was like, pull over, pull over. I got out, and I just, like, vomited on the grass. And then my boyfriend at the time got out and started vomiting beside me. <laughs> Because I think he was so anxious about everything. (laughs) And I remember, like, I felt like I had, like, diarrhea. This is too much. But I felt like it was going to come out of both ends. And I was like, this is going to be the worst travel experience I've ever had. Luckily, that didn't happen. But, yeah, we were vomiting. And then I was like, we have to go to a hospital. Like, at that point, I was like, it's not cool. Like, my left hand started getting, like, triple the size. So, like... It was completely swollen. My left hand looked like a balloon. And I was like, like I need to go to the hospital. Um, and I just kept telling him, like, how far, how far, like, as he kept driving. And he was like, soon, soon. <gasps> By the time we got to the hospital, it was in a little village in the middle of Belize. Like, it was, like, the tiniest little hospital. Um, I got out of the car, and I remember I could barely walk. Like, mm. I felt so weak at that point. Um so yeah, definitely. If you ever get bit by anything, just get it checked right away. Like, because at this point, it must have been two hours after I got bit. Like by the time we went back to the place to have lunch, and like by the time we got to the hospital, yeah. But like, I think as a Canadian, you don't realize things about poisonous animals. Like, yeah. I didn't know anything about poisonous animals. I was like, oh, like maybe like I'm feeling better at first, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, since the re- initial reaction went away, I probably would have been the same. Yeah. Been like, oh, like it was a baby. It was a baby. My body's fine. It like, didn't hurt that much. Yeah. yeah, like when it actually bit me, I didn't feel that much pain. I think the guy that felt the pain, it was a six foot Fertilance or it was a larger one. So it must be different. Yeah. Um, so I remember just like, Barely being able to walk into the hospital. Um, and then 
Ryan had told them like what happened to me and my boyfriend at the time um, and I just remember them being like what color was it and I don't know who said it but I think we said yellow and right away they were just like okay like get into the room and like they just started pumping me full of stuff like wow. I got an IV right away um, and I remember just feeling like really tired so they must have given me like a sedative um, and as this is all happening, we had like a villa booked for our final night in Belize. And I remember like the doctor coming over and I was like, um, so just wondering when are we, ab- when are we going to be able to leave? I'm like, I have a villa booked. I need to get in my villa. <laughs> like I literally am in the clouds. Like I think everything's going to be great. Like it was, yeah. So they pumped me full of drugs. Uh, we slept there for the night. So this is the 23rd. So yeah, our flight was the next day too. Mm. And we were in the middle of Belize. Like we were, I think, two hours from the airport. Whoa. I think our flight was in the afternoon. So we were there in the afternoon by the time this all happened. So I was like, okay, we have 24 hours. We'll figure it out. But like, I'm going home. The next day was Christmas Eve. Mm. So I was like, I need to go home to my family. My family doesn't know what's happening. (laughs) So... I'm such an asshole. Like, I remember messaging my mom in the hospital, and I'm like, this like this is what happened. And she was like, it's not, like, don't kid around and all this. And I sent her a picture of me, like, in the hospital bed, and she just freaked and, like, started oh, crying. Know. And she's I like, know. why would you do that? Dan, I do the same thing. I went into the hospital for anaphylaxis in yeah. Australia. And right before Christmas, actually, like, same situation, I was, I thought I was dying, oh and God. I was like, I'm not going to message my parents. I don't want them to worry. Yeah. I told them two weeks later, oh and they God. were like, why didn't you tell us? Yeah. And I was like, because I survived, and I didn't want to ruin Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was nuts. Um, and I was kind of just out of it for the whole day after I got to the hospital, um, I would kind of, like, come to, and Ryan would be by my side. He just stayed there the whole day. And I remember every time I woke up, um, I could see kind of the bruising going down my leg no. further and further and going up. So that was kind of terrifying. Hurt? Like, it felt a little bit, like, tender and definitely inflamed, like, swollen. Like, my leg got tripled the size. Like, you would know oh. right away. So the inflammation would just kept getting worse and worse. But the scariest part was seeing the bruising travel because I was like, how far is it going to go? Like, you know. Um, is that like the tish? Because it was saying, where does it say? Let me check my notes here. <laughs> infection. Yeah. So was that the infection? No. So I think it's just like a natural part of what happens. I don't even know all the details, to be honest. Um yeah, I don't even know. I mean, why would you? You were, you were just like, <laughs> fix me. I think it had to do something with your blood. Like, oh. the blood starts to kind of thicken. They said oh, your yeah, blood will start sense. to jelly it almost. Says it, the internet said they cause blood clotting. Exactly. Venom, so that's yeah. what it was then. Yeah, so your blood almost becomes jelly-like, and that's why there's like a bruising that happens. Whoa. So, um, from what I understand, they gave me a tetanus shot, because I wasn't sure if I was up to date with tetanus. Um, they gave me steroids. To stop the inflammation. Um, what's it called when you want to like fight an infection? Anti. Antibiotics. Antibiotics. Antibiotics and just corticosteroids, like prednisone, I think I had. And they gave me um, the antivenom, I'm assuming. And antivenom, of yeah. course. Yeah, so <laughs> antivenom. So yeah, they we showed them the photo. Luckily, we had the photo. We still have it. Um, Did you get refunded for the second half of the tour? 
my god. That's okay, what wait, I would wait, be thinking wait. about. This is like no, because I like this is the longest story ever. So <laughs> it's gonna keep going, but we'll like we'll get to that part. Okay, okay. we'll get to that part. Okay, because my like money <laughs> saving mind is like I would be on that yeah. ASAP in my hospital yeah. bed. Like I demand a refund. Yeah. So. The first thing was a villa. Um, Ryan called because he's like, we're not spending our night in the villa. <laughs> no. um, and they didn't have free cancellation. So we lost all our all of our money. Um, so like it, at that point, though, it's like literally like whatever. Like who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, so we lost our money for the Airbnb. And then the next, I remember that night, I was like, we have a flight tomorrow. I was like, we have to make our flight. And the doctor was like, um, honestly, I can't tell you anything right now. But he is like, you may be here for a few weeks. <gasps> and I was like, I'm not spending a few weeks here. And I was like, I'm very like headstrong. So I was like, we're going to find a way to catch our flight. Because I'm like, I need to go home. Um, so the next morning, they did blood tests. And I don't know what they found, but my blood looked better. Or like something was okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. And... They pumped me full of more steroids, more stuff. I think it was 12 hours worth. Um, and they said, like, you can leave, but you have to sign yourself out. Um, basically, if anything happens to you, we're, we're not, not liable. liable. Yeah. Um, so I remember signing the paper. <laughs> and I think we had, like, a few hours until our flight. And we were like, let's get the hell out of here. Um, the tour guide stayed with us all night. And we drove to the airport. Uh, picked up my medication at like a little Belize pharmacy that I needed. Um, and the, the best part about it is like an idiot, we didn't have insurance. <sighs> so I always buy insurance now, no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, and when we were leaving the hospital, we we're like, okay, what's the bill? Like, and they're like, uh, it's nothing. Like, it's free. It's universal health care. So in Belize, wow. it's universal health care. So we were totally fine. We got no bill at all. I always wonder, because this happened to me in India when I got bit by a cat and thought I had rabies. Yeah. I went to, like, hospitals to get rabies shots. And sometimes I had to pay for them. Yeah. But in other part, like, in some provinces in India, not provinces, what do they call them? Like, states? Yeah. It was universal. Like, anyone could have a rabies shot for free. Wow. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting because I was like, I'm a foreigner. Like, why would it be free for me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's amazing. Completely free. Thank God. Because that would have been a hefty bill. Yeah. (laughs) If you're in the States. Yeah. God knows. Yeah. Um, So that happened. And then we went to the pharmacy, got all the medication I needed. Um, I think it was like two weeks worth. And it was like, I can never remember the anti whatever. I can never remember the name of it. But all those antibiotic. Yeah. Um, All the medication. And it came, I think it was like $15 US. What? For everything. Yeah. Including like prednisone, steroids, everything. And I think that was about two weeks worth. Um, Got to the... Oh, this is really funny. I love this story. Um, (laughs) Okay. So we got to the airport. And the day before we left the island, I met, like, the cutest old man. And we were just, like, sitting having a beer together one day. And he had, like, a family with him and everything. Like, the friendliest guy. And I saw him at the airport. And I was walking. And literally, my leg was, like, triple the size. I couldn't even bend my leg. I can't believe you left the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe it. Girl, if you went to the hospital, you'd leave, too. Like, no. (laughs) Like, get me home. Um, I could barely bend my leg. My hand was triple the size, my left hand. Um, And I was walking, and I saw him, and 
I remember he's like, what happened to you? <laughs> and I was like, I was bit by a snake. And he was just like horrified. And he's like, you look like you're green. Like, I don't know how I look. <laughs> like, I just looked so ill, probably. <laughs> yeah. um, and then when we were getting onto the flight, I remember I started feeling sick again. Oh, no. And I think it was just, like, nerves, because I was like, what, like, should I be getting onto a flight? Um, And I remember when we were getting onto the flight, I was trying to act so normal. Like, I was trying to, like, act like I could walk. And I remember, like, trying to hide my hand. And I'm like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like, should I be flying? So, yeah, we got into the flight. No one said anything. And it was, like, it was WestJet. I think an hour into the flight, um, I was just laying on Ryan. I started feeling sick again. Um, and then one of the flight attendants came over and he was like, oh, like, is everything okay? And we told him what happened. <laughs> and he was so nice. Like, he gave me so much water and he kept taking care of us. But he was like, um, like, you guys should have said something. Like, you shouldn't be flying. Yeah. But we're like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, we're okay. Because, um, like, I don't know what happens with al- altitude, right? Like, I don't know if you can get a blood clot easier. I don't know what can happen. But I think you can. Probably, like... i don't know so i survived um i my dad picked me up so this was like christmas eve evening at this point i think it's like seven or eight o'clock at night and when we got off the flight i remember just like racing to try to like go through the airport because i just wanted to see my father and Ryan was like, we'll get you a wheelchair. And I'm like, no, I don't need one. And I was like, just going as fast as I could. <laughs> yeah, I'm limping and I'm running like through the airport. And he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, um, so I went to go see my family for Christmas. And I think Ryan went back to Ottawa. So he didn't come in the car with my dad. It was just me and my dad at that point. I um, went to go see my family and I showed them my leg at that point. And I am not kidding. My leg like turned black like it was like yeah like I have photos of it it was like purple black and it was going down to my toes at this point so from my thighs to my toes you went to emerge so I went to go see my family and right away it was and it was really like it was I can't describe it It was almost like a balloon like you can almost it felt like you can pop it because it was (gasps) so inflamed and thick like it felt like a balloon like tight like I I couldn't even bend my leg um, so I saw family for like half an hour. I know, right? This is the craziest story. I like it's crazy, but I'm also like I kind of understand it because if I was in your situation, I would also be like, I just want to be home. Yeah, I want to deal with this at home. Yeah, so like, it makes sense. You want to be in a film at your place. Yeah, I was. Like, I don't want to be alone in Belize. With, yeah, like, yeah. My boyfriend at the time, we just started dating. So like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, poor guy. Like he's dealing with all this. Um, so yeah, went home. I was there for maybe like a hot minute and my family was like, you have to go to the emergency. And I, I had to anyways, so I knew that. Um, so we went to the emergency um, and I remember when you go to check in, uh, the lady was like, so what are you here for? And I'm like, I'm going to use this to my advantage. So it was like snake bite. Um, <laughs> and I remember she was like, oh, like, but there's no snakes outside. It's winter. <laughs> like, I swear to God. And I was like, like, are you kidding? Like... I was like, no, like, it happened abroad. And then she's like, okay. Um, 
But yeah, so I waited at Emerge and then I went to see the doctor and I just remember I was like a spectacle. Like everyone was like, oh my God, like this is the craziest thing we've ever seen. Like we don't get to deal with this ever. Yeah. They were Googling what to do because they didn't know what to do. That I was going to say like in some respects, staying in Belize might have been better because they actually know how to treat it. Yeah. Because they probably do it all the time. Yeah. Whereas Canadian doctors are like, what's the snake? Yeah. So I found out through the doctor that luckily I got the anti-venom in Belize because they don't have it in Canada. (gasps) It's not here. So I think there's a story where a man got bit by something and he was from Vancouver and he went home not knowing and they had to order the anti-venom into the hospital. Yeah. And like you're racing against time. So it's like (sighs) terrifying, right? I remember the doctor was just like, you're so lucky to be alive. And he was like, (gasps) you're a miracle and all this. And I kept saying, like, I kept thinking like, don't say that because like I still am going through it like I don't know what's happening yeah my positivity is going down (laughs) (laughs) you were going so strong for so long yeah um so I just remember over like I think three or four days so Christmas it was like the 24th to like maybe close to New Year's I was in the hospital every day. I had to keep going back to keep getting checked up on. Um, And I had to get ultrasounds every day because they had to make sure there's no clots, blood clots. And my leg was so black that you couldn't tell. Because I guess if you get a blood clot, there's at least like color difference or something. That's how dark my leg was. And I remember the doctor saying, you can get necrosis. So what happens is your tissue can start to die. And I was like, how would I know that? Because basically my skin's black. Yeah. And that's what happens. Your skin turns black. Um, He's like, you'll feel excruciating pain. And that's how you know your tissue's dying. Were you feeling pain? No. So I was never feeling pain. But the kicker to the story is, is he said... And I, I think at this point I started researching a little bit, which was a mistake. Yeah. Because um, it freaked me out. But... I think maybe, I don't know if he told me or if I found out, but up to, I think, four weeks after the bite, you can get necrosis at Mm. any time. So once you start feeling excruciating pain, you have to rush to the hospital and basically they have to intervene and... Amputate? Not, I don't know if you have to amputate right away. (laughs) They might have to try to cut it out and like deal with it, but... I Googled it, and I Googled what bit me, and I started going through the list, and I was like, okay, it's that snake, like, the best one that, like, nothing really happens, and then they had the photos, so I compared the photo of what bit me, and a fur de lance, it kind of has, like, a triangle shape, and it's, like, two circles above the triangle, that's how you know, Um, scariest little, like, jaws that come out of that thing too like it's head literally like opens like crazy um anyways i saw the triangle and i like i knew right away it was that and then i read up on it and i was like okay pit viper and it basically said like you will die if it bites you literally and it said if you do not die wherever it bit you will be amputated like necrosis will happen and I remember I just like I've never lost it more than I've ever lost it in that moment and I was like I'm gonna lose my leg like minimum like it was like the most terrifying experience yeah and then the most terrifying part about it is it can happen up to like a month 
after your bit. So I think I read that maybe like a week into it. So for a good few weeks after, I'm just waiting to like feel excruciating pain, anxiety anxiety of like the moment I feel pain, it's like rush to the hospital. What will happen? I live in so much anxiety that I probably like think I was feeling pain when I wasn't. Yeah. Like I would be so scared. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. So one thing. Did you go to work at this time? No. (laughs) Actually, and that's another thing. I remember, so I was, I was bedridden for like a good three weeks. I just kind of had to elevate my leg and let the blood keep flowing. Yeah. I couldn't put too much pressure on it. Um, And I, I talked to my work and I was like, I'll work from home, whatever. But yeah, I took a few weeks off and slowly but surely, like we kept going to the doctor's. And he wrote me, like, notes not to work, obviously. Mm. They kept giving me more medication. Um, and he was like, uh, like, I think this is it. Like, you look good. And the, slowly but surely, the bruising started going away. And, like it, like, it kept going up my leg where, like, my leg started looking normal. And, wow. like, it was amazing. And I don't have any um, scars or anything. You would never know what happened. It's crazy. Like, I don't know why how I got lo- lucky. At what point, like, how many weeks had it been when your legs started to not be black anymore? I would say a good month. <gasps> yeah. And could you walk during that time? Or were you, were I could, you like, yeah, immobile? I could walk the whole time. Um, but it was almost like a balloon. Like, you couldn't really bend your <gasps> leg. And slowly I could kind of walk, but... The doctor told me to keep it elevated, like keep pressure off of it because it could cause a clot, I think. Yeah. Um, no, there's so much more to the story, though. So going back to the company, they were like a five-star company and everything was great with them. They had the best reviews in the world. And I told them what happened and I was like, I'm really upset because your worker basically said I'd be okay. And he was like, good not to go to the hospital. I'm like, your staff needs to be trained because I should have died. That's another thing too. The nurse had said, how long ago did this happen? And I was like, two hours. She's like, within 30 minutes, you should have died. You shouldn't be alive. Like... That's another crazy part about it. Do you it. think it was because it was a baby, so it didn't have as yeah, much so venom? Yeah, so that's what I thought, but someone told me babies are more dangerous because they can't control their venom. So if oh. it's a larger snake, they know how to control it, where a baby will kind of just like keep spewing out their venom. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, it probably didn't give me enough venom. I'm also a runner, so my legs are very muscular, so I wonder if the muscle helped... I don't know. Like, I feel like we'll never know. But another thing, too, is my fiancé now, he had a lot of anxiety at the time. And I think I was meant to be bit because I was like, oh, like, are we going back to the villa? Like, I was like, great. Like, I was calm. You were, like, more fit to take the situation. Yeah, where he was like, I would have, like, thought I was going to die. He would have freaked out. And another thing, too, is if you freak out, your heart races and the blood goes throughout your body. And I think... I heard, like, the venom will travel faster. Yeah. And when it hits your heart, that's when you have organ failure. Yeah. So. So because you were able to stay calm, that might have been, like, the saving factor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, the travel company, I was pissed, obviously. And I was like, you need to have proper training. Because, like, if this ever happens again, like... He was, like, put it under the rug, like, and nothing happened. Um, so, like, get your people trained. And he, I remember the owner was like, I was actually at the jungle when it happened. He's like, you guys should have called me and I could have helped. And I'm like, how do I know that? Like, you know? 
the guide is local. Like he's yeah. the one who should know to do that. Yeah. He, you would also think he would be the one to realize that it was a serious situation. Yeah. Like we don't know anything about snakes. Yeah. If you live in Belize, I'm sure you have like some basic knowledge yeah. of snake bites. Yeah. It's crazy. I think there is also maybe sometimes a mentality abroad that like people kind of push things to the side. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. So obviously I wanted a refund. Um, so I kept going back and forth, and I kid you not, I think we had like over thirty emails going back and forth with like they wouldn't refund, refund you. And he sent me a refund, but something went wrong with it because I think like sending a refund abroad through a credit card, like something happened, and I was like, it didn't work, and we just kept going back and forth. And I remember at one point he got fed up, and he was like, this wasn't my fault, like I didn't do this and all this, and I was like, really, like come on. So I never got a refund. I never. Did got a you refund. leave a TripAdvisor review? I left the worst review ever. Good. I put my snake bite photos, everything, <laughs> um, and TripAdvisor actually didn't post it at oh. first because. The way I worded things, it was kind of hearsay. So if you say hearsay things on TripAdvisor, they won't post it. So also, I was like, if you swear. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know experience. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it eventually got posted. But like my one terrible review against 5,000 five-star reviews, I was like, it's not really doing much. But yeah. my fear was my nephew's like five. So like if a kid got bit, they'd have no chance because of... I guess the more grown you are, your body can handle it better. Yeah. But, like, imagine that was a child. Yeah. Like, so. I think I was reading, actually, that most of the deaths are children. Yeah. Because they're smaller. Yeah, and that was another thing. I think when I was in the hospital, they joked if I was, like, a village kid. Because, like, I look pretty dark. And, like, when I'm traveling, I get very dark. So, yeah. like, I can kind of blend in. Um, because it happens in the jungle a lot to, like, the village children. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> can't believe this yeah yeah so would I you ever go back to belize totally 100 <laughs> i was gonna say like yeah. you you and ryan should go back and yeah. stay in that villa yeah to be like um, you yeah please. right like come full circle yeah. we're back yeah because when i told the story to people people are like i'm never going there and i'm like no i'm like i would go back jungles mm, they kind of scare me now to be honest a little mm. bit um, I'm yeah. actually very scared of jellyfish. Like when I was in Southeast Asia, I it took a lot for me to work up the courage to swim because yeah. I kept hearing about people getting stung by jellyfish. Yeah, like really poisonous ones. Yeah, there's like the box jellyfish, which is like <sighs> super poisonous. Yeah. yeah, my dad got um, attacked by a man of war when mm. he was a child. Yeah, I should actually get him on the podcast to tell that story. <laughs> Well, that was a wild story. Thank you so much for sharing this story. It was truly a wild ride. Uh, I'm scared to go into any jungle anywhere ever. Yeah, so that's it for part one. Thank you for listening in. I hope you're you're not leaving this episode like too terrified Um, because I'm really hoping you'll tune in for part two where we're going to talk about more terrifying animals that you could meet while traveling abroad. Okay, see you on the flip side.